0: If you're applying to PA school in the 2024-2025 cycle, then I need you to know about our Pre-PA Academy. This is a group coaching program that I have wanted to start for so long, and I am pumped. So from February to October of this cycle, we will be working as a cohort through the entire application process. The way that academy works is we'll have three to four weekly sessions with myself and the other pa platform coaches where we will be teaching and doing group work and live personal statement editing live mock interviews question and answer office hours virtual shadowing and just walking you through this entire pa school application process we're going to start from your personal statement choosing the programs making a school list getting your application ready before it opens in April on CASPA to getting you ready for interviews. What to do if you're hearing back, what to do if you're not. This is like our webinar series, but so much more intimate talking to students who have joined the program. It really seems like they are most excited for the accountability, the support and the community through this process. And that is exactly what I wanted to offer. It's going to be great. It's going to be fun. I promise. And, We're just going to have a good time getting to know each other and working through it together and learning from each other. I want you guys to learn from each other in the program. You can sign up at any time. The code, if you want $50 off of your registration, is HELLO24, and we would love to have you as part of our first cohort of Pre-PA Academy for this upcoming cycle. Do nurses ever become PAs? Well, today we're talking to one, and she is awesome. Her name is Crystal. She is a single mom who's going from RN to online Yale PA student, and she's amazing. So stay tuned. Welcome to the Pre-PA Club podcast. If you want to learn how to become a physician assistant, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Savannah Perry. Let's get to it. I wanna thank MyPA Resource and PA School Prep for sponsoring the Pre-PA Club podcast. So My PA Resource is a personal statement editing service that edits only PA school essays, only edited by PAs. And most of us have admissions experience. So I am one of the editors. Definitely check them out if you need help with your content, grammar, flow, making sure that you are on track for turning in your application. And you can use the code FUTUREPA for a discount on any of their service options. PA School Prep is an online course that focuses on the anatomy, physiology, and med terms that you'll need for PA school to make sure you feel confident going into that first semester and that you are able to handle what PA school throws at you. So check that out at paschoolprep.com and also use the code futurePA for a discount there. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. I hope everyone is having a great December. This year has flown by and it is wild. So I say that, part of it's to not fly by, but all right. So I'm glad you're here. I'm Savannah, I'm the host of this podcast and I do the PA platform.com, um, which is a website to help pre-PAs and PA students. Um, We are planning out kind of what we're going to do a lot of next year. So if there's something you want to see more of that you think is really helpful or something that hasn't really been covered or answered, please let me know. Um, I would love to make sure that I'm able to talk about whatever it is that you have questions about. So. Would love to, to get some feedback from you there. And then if you've been listening to the podcast for a while and you're enjoying it, uh, I would love if you would hit subscribe and give us a review, preferably five stars. That's how other prepas can find it and get the same info that you're getting. Um, and this episode actually is also on YouTube. So we have a lot of videos up on YouTube, some interviews, some other video type things, but if you go to youtube.com slash the PA platform, you can find all of those just if you would rather watch instead of listen for some reason. Um I'm a podcast person, I love listening to podcasts pretty much 24-7. So I'm I'm with you if you're just a listener type person. All right, so we're gonna hear from Crystal in a minute. And I realized that I've had a lot of Yale online PA students on here. Um, So the way that I typically find air quotes, find guest is they reach out to me. And so I think these students are just so excited about their programs. And a lot of them are a little non-traditional, so they have interesting stories. And so they tend to reach out and ask if they can share their story on the podcast, which if anyone reaches out, I'm usually like, yes, please don't make me talk to myself for a while in my basement, and. Um, I, you know, never really want to inconvenience someone because they are taking a lot of time out from their own busy schedules to sit down and have a conversation with me. Um, so yeah, so Crystal reached out and I think her story of nursing to PA is interesting and also why she's choosing PA and not NP. Um, and she has a lot of insight into, what that looks like because she has been in nursing school and on the nursing path, um, but still chose to pursue PA. So really great perspectives um, that we'll get to in just a second um let's see what else so i wanted to remind you guys about the pre-pa conference which is coming up in january Um, we did one back in may which was so great and so fun we have some amazing pa students and faculty members joining us the difference in this conference and the last one is this conference is a little more tailored to not just talking about caspa and the actual application as much um and we'll get into interviews and personal statements a little bit but we're talking more about Making yourself a competitive applicant, what you need to do. We're diving into volunteering, patient care, um, testing, like the GRE and the PA CAT, and really getting a little bit more in depth into what it's going to take to become a PA, what PA school is like, and then what faculty are really looking for. So this is, um, you can definitely still use this if you're applying in April because you'll have time to work on things. Um, But this would be more if you maybe are applying in a year or two. I think this information will be extremely helpful for you specifically. So that's at prepaconference.com. The link is in the description. And don't forget, you can use the code FUTUREPA for a $5 discount. It's only $15 to begin with, Um, but you can use that code for a $5 discount. And then um, you can also use that code on anything, any service or product on the PA platform. If you are planning on scheduling a mock interview or looking at getting the PA school interview guide, um, don't forget to enter that code. All right, let's jump into hearing from Crystal, and I hope you enjoy this interview. I'm uh, Crystal Cullum, and I am a newly
1: accepted PA student uh, with Yale. Um, I'm doing the online, or hybrid, really. It's really a hybrid program. Um, I'm also a charge nurse in a very busy trauma ER. Um, I work nights there. been a nurse since... 2013, been working as a charge nurse really since 2013, um, started in my first ER in 2009 as a tech, did some um, stuff, got my EMT license so I can do more things through the ER. Um, and I've just been working as a nurse ever since. Uh, I've got three kids, I'm a, three kids and they are awesome. So Yale's hybrid program really is such a blessing for for me being in a non-traditional um, of it yes
0: you won't have to, won't have to up and move and do quite as much craziness right. <laughs> a little bit still but um okay so how yes. did you how did you come to medicine like what brought you it sounds like you've kind of worked you know your way up um so where where'd that initial interest come from yeah in
1: 2007 um a horrible car accident um i was hit by a drunk driver i spent the entire next year in a wheelchair thinking i was never going to walk again um prior to really was going to go into law school i felt like i was really good at arguing (laughs) and i thought i'll just go to law school but um through my recovery process um i met some amazing healthcare professionals um nurses and physician assistants and doctors who just didn't give up on me and didn't give up on my uh, my process of trying to uh, get back to walking and to fixing every other thing that was wrong with me, and I just thought, you know, at my age at that time, it was the most humbling experience. I because I was in the wheelchair, I couldn't get myself to the shower alone. I couldn't do so many things were taken from me, and um, I didn't have that privacy anymore but I had, you know, nurses and doctors who fought to give me back my privacy. And I just know how that made me feel. And I just thought, I wanna make someone feel that way. If I make one person throughout my entire career feel like that, feel like a human again, it would be so worth it. So right then is when I decided I was gonna go into healthcare in some aspect.
0: Okay, so you started as a tech? And then where'd that go? Well, yeah,
1: I knew I knew um, that I couldn't go directly into like a, a physician assistant program. Um, with my recovery being the way it was, I had young children at home. It just wasn't an option for me at all. So I thought, well, nursing is what I will go ahead and get into Um I definitely got a lot of help from nurses while I was um, incapacitated. And so I thought, well, that'll be a great fit. So I started doing classes um, to get into a nursing program. During that time, I started working in the ER as a tech um, just to get some experience, get my foot in the door, uh, took some EMT um, classes so that I could start doing more, doing IVs, doing you know more of the clinical procedure stuff that I just have always loved um, and did that until I graduated with my LPN and then I worked with my LPN and then went on and got my RN and then continued right on to get my bachelor's in nursing.
0: Okay, cool. So when you like started on that path, was something at the end of it like PA NP, or were you kind of at that point thinking like nursing is going to be where I stop? Um, I, once I was Working in the ER, I
1: worked closely with PAs, like some of the um, ERs, most of the ERs I've worked in are heavily, you know, um, they employ PAs pretty heavily. Um, From physicians that I speak with, they think they're more user friendly, they're just trained in the same um, style of medicine, the same approach, and so it's kind of a good fit, especially in some of the rural type ERs where um, you can't have an MD staff all of the time. So um, I knew I wanted to get into a clinician role. Um, when you're in nursing school, you are groomed to be a nurse practice. you know, it's kind of the recommended procession of how it's going to be. Um, they just assume that it's just the next step. And for the nurse for a nurse to go to nurse practice school, it's easier. It's easier as a nurse to do that. Um, it's more geared towards a nursing process, the nursing theory um how we view patients is just different we see the family we see the whole picture as far as resources but that's your number one as a nurse for a clinician as such as a doctor or a pa it's a different approach you're seeing the problem first and how you're going to fix it so in the er um, yes it's super important that um, the patient have good follow-up and good community resources but at that moment when they come in and they have a gunshot wound that's my number one is fixing what's fixing the problem stopping the bleed or whatever needs to happen so because I was in the ER for so long I learned that approach more of a systems approach to medicine so I researched and, and it was never even a choice for me it was PA
0: all the way interesting okay we're gonna definitely get into more of that because because of your background and how you're able to probably explain some things a little bit better um and and your kind of opinions and and perspectives but um so are you still nursing now yes okay i am a charge nurse currently in the er what is what is that um job look like as far as well actually let's take a step back like tell me about the schooling that got you to that point because i think um and we said this a little bit beforehand but it would be good to compare your path as going into nursing because i think a lot of people do assume like oh if you go into nursing you automatically go nurse practitioner and that's not always the case but nursing is great experience and in a lot of places good salary compared to things like CNA or EMT. And so it's, I think it's more feasible than people think. Um, but it's not traditional.
1: I I think it's definitely right. It's definitely not traditional. It's not the normal step. I get asked constantly about that, but, um, I think because they're so they're perceived as so separate you know nurse versus medical um it's seem it's perceived as so separate that people don't realize that the steps are actually very very similar um so you get your associates and you get a bachelor's and if most people who are focusing and going straight to pa their bachelor's are often in some sort of science a heavy heavy load of science um the sciences that I took, I still took a bunch of sciences. They were just more nursing sciences, but they translate to a PA application the okay. same. They still count. So um, I started, did my, did whatever prereqs I needed to do to get into the nursing program. My prereqs probably took me um, close to two semesters, maybe probably around nine, 10 months to complete everything I needed to get into the program. Then I did um, one year for LPN and another year for RN. So I was up to about two years and nine months or so. Then I did, I took a rigorous um, (laughs) bachelor's program. Um, It's supposed to be completed in about 24 months. And I did it in 13. I doubled up classes. I buckled down. I was still working full time. You can absolutely, and I had kids and a single mom. So you can absolutely do it if you want to. So by the time I finished with my bachelor's, I was right just at four years, four years of education to have my bachelor's. The only, the main difference for me was that I dedicated that time to school and to work. So I still was able to support my house. I um, was still able to buy the things that I needed. Um, I made really good money during that time. and all the while getting some of the most amazing experiences under my belt to where I feel so much more prepared to take my, my next step. I knew PA was my end game um, and the travel path to PA, non-traditional, but it was still completely feasible. And time-wise, I'm in line with everybody else that has been accepted into my cohort. They've all have a four-year bachelor's and are fixing to take this 26-month program. And I'm in the same boat, except I'm going in with around 15,000 patient care hours of hands-on emergency and ICU care because I also charge in the ICU. So um, it's it's not a bad path.
0: No, not at all. And that's what I think – I was talking to somebody else who did um... – She was a sonographer and did ultrasound stuff, and her program was, like, very – it was, like, very interesting how her path was right in line with PA stuff. I mean, she had to do a couple extra things, but she came out of school with similar things, like a bachelor's, a great job, and great Mm -hmm. experience. And so, compared to my biology degree that was useless, I mean – it, I'm, it got to where it got, it got where, to where I needed the to go but like B. if I it, it I had no like plan, I mean I had lots of plan Bs but like it wouldn't have it wasn't like I could walk in and get hired somewhere very right. easily with that um and then I had to look for experience elsewhere also
1: right right um, which I just kind of was able to couple mine um all together which so I was getting paid for. The experience that I needed to be ready for this job. So, um, you know, and it's different in different types of nursing. ER and ICU, it's a lot of critical care. It's a lot of, um, I mean, it's a lot of hands on, down and dirty type experience, and you learn a lot because you're not, it's not as separate. Um, I have some friends who are floor nurses, which is great, um, but they're kind of separate from the providers. It's more, uh, you're doing more ba- like normal day-to-day nursing care. Um, when we're in the ER, we're all over each other. Everybody is mixed in, um, everybody's doing everything. So uh, you just, it's like shadowing, it's like the best type of shadowing every single day. So um, its it's been a blessing.
0: Yeah, that's so awesome. Okay, so, so you're still working as a nurse, I guess up until yeah. school starts. Um, but so what so was nurse practitioner ever an option for you or i mean what so that had to be something you thought about like i oh uh, <clears throat> sorry so this is something i always say i think to go to pa school most of the time everyone considered medical school at least thought about it at least a little bit i don't think that necessarily everyone who does pa thinks about nurse practitioner just depending on what path you're on, like if you're not already on a nursing route, sometimes it can be a little bit of backtracking. Um, But for you, like that, I mean, that's like a fork in the road where you could really have gone either way. So like what, like explain that thought process. And I'm sure you have friends who have and kind of what, what. Yes. Yeah. Um, In my current
1: ER um, that I charge in, there are three or four, um, nurses who on, on my shift that, um, are currently in nurse crack school. Um, and like I said, you can't, even if you didn't want to think about it, it doesn't matter because it is so in your faith as a nurse. Um, you can't help, but, but consider it. And I did. And and what made the difference for me, um, you know, it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of different things. Um, and it all boils down to it being the best fit, uh, you know, that's how it boils right. down to But. I started by pouring over um, the education and the clinical process for both professions. Um, like I said, being an ER and ICU, I'm used to that approach, and I've come to realize in myself that I learn best and I respond to. Um, but if someone's having a heart attack, you fix it. Like it's it's a it's a cause. and and solution type situation. So um, that really enticed me. I think the next real big part for me was I talked to nurse practitioners and PAs constantly. I work so closely with them and I have them at my disposal as friends um, because you're in the trenches with these people, you develop a friendship and I could just straight ask them not being interviewed, not being off the cuff type stuff, what made a difference for you working as a nurse practicing PAs and being PAs, seeing nurse pracs, what do you see as, and, and what, what makes you choose or wish you would have went the other way? And most that I hear is, um, and most that I've seen with my own eyes is that the main difference is really the clinical um, aspect. With nurse pracs, um, you get six to 900, maybe 1,200 hours of clinical. Um, The nurse practice I've spoken to don't get a lot of uh, procedure time. Um, That's stuff they learn after uh, when they get their job. Uh, PA is completely different. My program specifically is going to have 16 months of clinicals. Um, that's That's amazing. That is so worthwhile. That is unbelievably helpful when you are put out into the world trying to get a job when you can say, hey, yeah, I've been... I went through every aspect of medicine, I've done an ER rotation, I've done ICU rotations, I've done surgery rotations, family care, peds, you're so broad scoped, and um, well versed in those scopes that you're not starting from ground zero, when you get out into the workforce. So that makes a huge difference to me, because being on the inner works of a hospital, you know, I do a lot of interviews for hiring and things like that the first thing you look for, number one is, is experience. And so um, being able to hang your hat on that is huge. Uh, so that was a major difference um, for me. And then another, probably maybe the biggest for me is the flexibility. I know um, everyone talks about that. I feel like that's such a catch word at this point with PAs is the lateral mobility. But the way I look at it is as a nurse, I have that. I have it as a nurse, I can work any department, When I decided, hey, I don't know enough about drips and ICU and I can't run a vent like I should, I upped, went to ICU, started working there, charged in ICU so that I could broaden my scope and then go back to ER. I could go to surgery. I could go anywhere I want um, because I'm not limited by my degree. And PA is the equal to that and, and the provider level, whereas nurse prac follows the system that a doctor would um, as in specializing. And if you want to go back, like someone who specializes in peds or spike, and they want to, they're like, "Eh, you know, change my mind. I want to go back. They would have to go back in schooling to re-specialize in critical care or family medicine. Um, it's just a very, that, that constriction. Um, I don't, I don't like that because I want to find somewhere where I'm good, find my niche that I'm that I'm good and I love. I, I want to, you know, so uh, that probably made I think the biggest difference um, to me to go to go PA instead.
0: Okay, have you had any pushback with that from your colleagues? Yeah,
1: um, yeah, it's mostly blind pushback. Um, people don't. It's mostly because they don't understand. They don't. It doesn't make sense to them why I would go. completely different route than than like i said what's served up to us on a platter um you know and i tell them number one the easiest road just is not necessarily the the best yes it would be easier because i'm groomed for that it wouldn't be easier for someone who like let's say you had your degree in biology and then you said you know what i really want to do nurse crack you're right it's going to be a tough road because you're going to have to go through all this extra schooling to backtrack um, and get the base degree that you would have to have to go in. So for me, it's easier in that sense. Is I'm already ready. I'm I'm ex- I could get on right now, apply, and be accepted. The PA um, process not so easy. <laughs> not not so easy. It is a grueling um, application process. So I get why there would be confused, but. Once I explain to them what I've perceived through my career as the differences, um, they're more on board. So I have several nurses from my um, facility who now are trying to get themselves geared to a PA path out of that. I just I think that that shows that they understand I'm loving the career that I'm planning to go into and um, already trying to make make changes. Um, so, I got a little pushback, but after they hear my reasoning, they're usually pretty supportive.
0: Okay, interesting. Um, so, would you, and I, I mean, you haven't done both, but, like, from what you've seen, do you think it's easier to get into NP school than PA school? Like, is the process not as involved? I mean, the PA process is super involved, um, but is it less involved or like just less, more programs, less applicants? Like what is the competitiveness comparison?
1: Right. So um, if you're already a nurse, nursing uh, nurse practitioner school is, uh, yes, 100% easier because you're not saturated, um, the The application process is saturated with everybody and anybody, you know what I mean? Um, it, you have to have a very specialized, you already have to, already you have to already be a nurse. And you have to have been a nurse for, um, I'm not sure the requirement, I think it's a year now, but um, you have to be a nurse for a year and then you go through um, an application process. A lot of the programs are online. Um, the application is, is more like a regular, you know, getting into a regular program, like an undergrad program. I can't explain it, um, but I can say that it is very, very different um, for the PA. It's, it's, a, it's yes. Uh, I went through trying to get my process together at the same time as a girl did for her nurse crack. It took her less than three weeks to find out that she, to, to decide she wanted to do it, apply and be accepted. Um, oh my gosh. mind blowing to me because yes. <laughs> I spent months on my paper alone, on one paper. And, yeah. um, you know, you, you work on that. Uh, you work on your personal statement and you refine it and then you change it and then you refine it and you change it again and you send it off, you know, and you get it looked at and then you would change it again. And it's such a process. And then getting your volunteer hours and getting your um, shadowing hours, which is probably the most important thing you can do. Um, I learned more from like hitting it home that PA was for me was from shadowing um, so much. So that was super important. And then, then you get in and you find out that you have three more essays to write for each particular program you want to apply to. And, um, it's, it's, it's way, way more grueling, way more grueling of a process, but if you really want it, it's absolutely doable. This was my yeah. first time applying okay. and I got an acceptance and I am
0: beyond thrilled. <laughs> so when you started researching schools, um, did you go all in with Yale or did you apply other places too? So, I looked at other places. Um,
1: I knew I was going to have to do some classes wherever I went. Um, but actually I only needed one class. One. Nice. That's the only thing I took was one biochemistry class. Everything else my nursing degree and my bachelor's in nursing science of nursing. Um, transferred over i do think that makes a difference like my bachelor's in science of nursing not just nursing teaching that's a whole different area so um mine all transferred over i only had to do the one uh looked at several places you know i live in lubbock and texas tech is here and they have a big pa program um but when i started reading on yale it it won my whole heart it just won my whole heart i love um the immersions the way that it's handled um something huge for me is seed because uh so they have clinicals and early didactic and um so you're starting in march so we will start in january and in march we will go ahead and start doing um clinical we will spend um one day a week from i think it's four to six hours in a family practice um, type situation doing hands-on assessments doing hands-on learning and um like i said when it comes to the job market and you're trying to say you have experience and you're the one to hire that is huge that gives me so much hands-on experience as a pa student um that's great so i fell in love with that uh and nobody champions their program like yale does i mean i just felt like i want to be a part of this i want to champion this program i want to graduate from here so i put all my eggs in that basket i didn't apply anywhere else i focused and, and did everything I could do. I applied early and um, I found out early. I found out I was, I was accepted June 17th.
0: Nice. I was thrilled. Yeah. T- time to relax and yes. not worry about it anymore. Yes. <laughs> so let's just say like, if you hadn't gotten in, would you have maybe looked at applying to some physical programs? do you think you would have held off a year and done no, again? I, I think I would have
1: looked because um, to me it's, Yes, I love, I love the Yale program, but ultimately to me, it's about being a PA. I'm ready. I'm, I'm more confident in my practice and my abilities than I've ever been in my whole life. Um, I'm, I'm ready to do this. So ultimately it's about being in the program, any program and getting, getting that degree and, and showing myself, my kids and the whole world that I'm going to kick butt at this. So, um, I would have absolutely applied at different programs programs. Um, programs are barely now reaching their deadline. So I would have had, that's why I applied early. Um, I'm grateful I didn't have to do that because Yale was my number one. And, and I mean, if I, I say I would have applied, I don't know. I really think I would have, but if not, I would have waited and reapplied with Yale again.
0: Yeah. Did anything come up during that process with your interviews or anything? As far as them asking about why not nurse practitioner was, uh, I always assume when somebody has a nursing background, like, they're even if they don't really care, they're probably curious. Like,
1: why are yeah. you going there? Yeah. Um, I think kind of one of the classic type questions um, that should come up in an interview is why PA versus MD? Um, so I think asking someone why PA versus nurse practice if they're a nurse is something you should absolutely ask because you don't want to be anyone's fallback, yeah. especially with a profession like this. You want people who are all in about PA. So yes, it came up early and often. <laughs> so um, Yale does like a two-step interview program. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do an, a personal one, and then they also do an academic one. Um, the personal one, uh, yeah, it did came up. They wanted to know, you know, why did I think about that? What made me make my decision to go a different way? Um, and I told them, yeah, kind of what I, what I said here, um, you know, I think people think the pro, the NPs and PAs are very, very similar and they are, they are similar, but there's some major differences that, uh, for me made all the difference. So I explained that I felt like that went really well. Um, also my nursing experience, um, came very much into the conversation. Um, we were able to have a very liquid, um, conversation off. Off the paper, off normal questions, just talking about some of the really awesome experiences I've had, um, some of the really more extreme cases that I've seen. Um, we also talked a lot, you know, nursing has afforded me a lot of um, liberty with my job. I was able to go to Africa and I spent a month there wow. um, doing like a Doctors Without Borders trip and I saw diseases that you would never see. Well, you see them here, like hydrocephalus, yeah. for example, and um, elephantitis, things like that. You see them here, but on such a small scale because we treat it and we help these people. But I saw such advanced cases of diseases that I had never thought I could see. And so we talked about that stuff. And, um, you know, I, I felt like it was nothing but strength. Um, they made me feel like it was it was nothing but strength.
0: Yeah, I've, I've had a few... Um... The right word interactions with Yale online. I interviewed um, James Van Rie for the podcast, and then he did yeah. a mock interview with me as my interviewer, um, and, which was fun. And then um, Jane McDonald was in, was part of our pre PA conference. But everyone I've talked to, like, they are so nice, they're so passionate about their program. Um, and just so like, they, they just want to get like, want to get the word out, want the best people. Like they, they're great. So, um, I'm like a Yale online fangirl now because they're all so great, but
1: (laughs) yeah, it's crazy how popular it, um, you know, people want to go to school there. They, they make you feel that passion, um to become a PA, but to do it through them, you just know you're going to get that Yale education, which is like amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're getting it in such a unique way. Um, it's just, it's, it's so awesome. But I know that by the time I had interviewed, um, they had already received uh, so many applications, mind boggling, like 3,500. And oh I want to say last year, they were saying something about um, having around 1,900 total. So it, it, it's, it is a tough, crowd yeah. to go against all of these people um, to try to get into so to any school any pa school you are going against everyone is qualified so whatever you can do to really get your application to stand out um it's only going to help you and uh, you know a nursing degree and nursing experience definitely helped me helped me stand out helped them understand that i'm in healthcare for the long haul
0: yes for sure um, was there anything else did you um, like did you talk about your kids your support system like did any of that come up and that's something I, if we should just kind of shift gears like cuz that's something I get a lot of questions about is how like mm-hmm. I have kids how can I go to PA school or I don't even like how do I even do all the stuff before going to PA school and yeah, I mean it's hard but it's doable I mean it's
1: absolutely doable. Um I my youngest child is six and a half years old and my oldest is fifteen. Um so I have a, a good <laughs> range. Uh but I did my whole nursing program um with two kids. I did my bachelor's with um all three kids. Um I worked full time with all three of them and I've been a single mom that entire time. So I, um, it's absolutely doable. It's a lot of balance. It's a lot of planning. Um, and then it's a lot of You're grooming yourself for, for school, for PA school, but you're also grooming your children. Um, my kids, we have talks about, uh, we have family meetings every week. Um, we talk about what's happening through that week with my work and with their school and everything. Um, They're super helpful, they're understanding, they know this is my dream and they're 100% backing me up. Um, It's a lot of work, it is a lot of work. You have to find a program that you can fit into. If you're a two person um, household, my number one advice is just go, just go because it's, it's two to three years of hard, hard work but those two to three years is gonna pass anyway. So you're either going to have them pass and come out and be a PA and have your dream job and start living your dream life, or you're going to come out in two to three years and wish you would have. So just suck it up and do whatever it takes, get the loans or whatever, sacrifice the, the family thing that you were planning to do, sacrifice the vacation or the kids games, because they're going to forgive you and you are going to have plenty of time to make it up. And, um, that's how I've lived this whole time is um, you know, deciding, prioritizing things and school, um, t- school has been my priority to get to this point. And now I'm so close. I mean, 26 months, forget it. Like we can do yeah. 26 months and then I'm set and I don't have to go back to school ever again. It's not hanging over my head. When am I going to get this done? You know, Oh, I should have done this. I should have started sooner. Um, I'm 36. I'm not, you know, <laughs> the youngest person, uh, going to be going into this program, but My life, I think that's help. I think me being older is is helpful. I have great life experience. Um, I've worked in an ER, so nothing, I mean, I'm calm. I'm just, I'm calm. I don't get overwhelmed very easily. Um, And then, but I'm young enough to understand the whole online program. I did my whole bachelor's online in an accelerated program. So I I know how to balance. It's definitely doable if you want to do it. There's tips and tricks to do all of it.
0: Yes. And that's what, I mean, The people I've talked to who, you know, are going back as a second career, who have families, have kids, and either have had to uproot or haven't and have been able to work it out. I mean, there's – and just honestly, anyone with – anyone who chooses to go to PA school, there's going to be a sacrifice somewhere. Absolutely. Like, I don't know of anyone who where it was like, oh, this is just easy and perfect and great. Like, somewhere there's going to be – and probably a lot more than one – sacrifice to make it happen and but like i mean coming out on the other end it it is definitely worth it i think it's it's just a great career and there's you know people talk about whether pas are going to go away but they're not like pas are here to stay yeah they can't afford the the healthcare
1: community cannot afford
0: to lose pas that um
1: everywhere i've ever worked they want more of them it is it is in such demand and um i'm I'm not sure in the big big cities la and new york city and you know um dallas like those types of areas how how saturated the area is but um like here in lubbock i mean i I told my personal physician that I was moving on to being a PA and they were like, hey, when you're out of school, (laughs) (laughs) I'd be happy to give you a job. So that's how desperate some of these areas want PAs. And you're so flexible. You're so versatile. You have such a great base of knowledge. You just, I mean, they're wanted.
0: They're wanted. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. No, Just I totally It's a long thing. Um, well, yeah. So, I, I think you're all set and ready and going to be a, a great addition to the Yale Online Program. Are there? Do you I'm have so any, excited. like, reservations about it being, like, the most of the didactic part being online, or has it been weird to try and connect with classmates, or kind of normal. No, it definitely hasn't been difficult
1: connecting with classmates. Um, we, have, we have, of course, a, a Facebook um, group where we've all, uh, once you're accepted, you come to that. And, and we have kind of like helped each other through figuring out this pre-work, um, which is kind of unique because I think when you get into, some of my friends who have went through a regular, um, like a traditional in-person uh, PA program, they don't really meet their classmates until orientation day one type stuff. We've already gotten to know each other. We've had lots of little Zoom um, get togethers to uh, talk and and see what everybody's background is. We are so diverse in background and experience and abilities. It's just gonna make, I I just feel like they did that on purpose because it's gonna make us so well-rounded where I may struggle at something, there's somebody there who is gonna be able to swoop in and help and well, I'm super strong in procedure um, I'm going to be able to swoop in and help with that. I mean, I, I don't know how many IBs I start a day, but it's, <laughs> it's probably close to triple digits sometimes. I oh mean, my gosh. So, um, you know, that's, that I'm going to be there for them. Yeah. For them. And so it's, I feel like we haven't had a problem connecting at all. Um, as far as the didactic being online, uh, it's, I, I don't foresee any issues. Um, we have enough connection with the the program um it's and it's at this point i'm rolling in you know in their three four cohorts past their first one yeah and so they've gotten the bugs and keeps and figured out i mean um i've had nothing but good connection with them they've called they've checked on us and we haven't even started yet so uh i feel like it's gonna go as planned um I like the idea of being able to kind of control my learning environment and my time of study um, and taking the breaks when I want to and uh,
0: just staying on top of stuff.
1: Um, so I, I don't foresee an issue with that and, and I love a challenge and this is definitely gonna be a challenge.
0: Oh, you'll do great. It flies by, like, it will be the quickest- That's how I feel. 26 months of your entire life. <laughs> Some days may feel long, but at the end of it, it will feel like it flew by, um, Perfect. <laughs> All right. So, where, if people have questions for you, is there anywhere they can send those either through me or to you? Yeah, absolutely. If
1: they contact you, that's great. Um, You have all my information. I'm also I Instagram is probably the easiest way to get a hold of people these days. Um, (laughs) So I'm I am on Instagram um, at crystallized underscore P a um, crystal with a K and uh, you know uh, yeah, I'd be more than happy if anyone's thinking about going um, PA in any routes or have questions about nursing to PA or Yale's program. I feel free to reach out. Um, I'm, I love the program. I'm so excited um, and if anything I can do to help, I would be more than happy.
0: Well, I'm excited to have another RN to PA to refer to because um, between Kanan's been the only one, Kanan Brown has been the yeah. only one that I've known of and really like interacted with to send people to and he's probably like stop sending all these people to me um (laughs) so we'll 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 split them we'll send them to both of y'all so that's great yeah yes well thank you so much for reaching out he's a great resource yes yeah his like youtube stuff is great and so yeah i've sent people his way but yeah thank you so much for reaching out and volunteering to do this of course
1: yes no problem